I'm, I'm learning a lot of new things that you could hear in School of Roses. That was kind of the, my admittance of a lot of things. And one, it was my learning process on display. I'm still learning. So I'm moving from glory to glory. And this is a soundtrack to that. You are listening to Testimony, a musician story featuring Kristen Gray's The Glory Album. I'm not afraid to watch you go And I'm not afraid to watch you leave I'm not afraid to say goodbye And I'm not afraid to set you free It's one in the morning and I'm trying to ignore it But this problem isn't gone away I'm tired of fighting and I'm tired of writing It's hard to find the words to say I'm not afraid of the games that we'll play Afraid of us fading away With the ups and the downs we've been through I'm so afraid of the way I love you Two years ago, We spoke with Kristen Gray and did our first ever two-episode arc. In part one, we told his testimony. In part two, we broke down his Collision Records debut, School of Roses. An episode that many called the decoder ring to School of Roses. By now, you should have heard the Glory album and have tons of questions about what you just heard. We hope to answer those questions in this episode. And if you haven't heard the album, after this episode, you might want to go cop that. We won't cover every song, but don't trip. Chris does that on kristengray.com. But trust, we gonna break it down. But first things first, we haven't talked to Chris in two years, so we have a lot to catch up on. Since we last spoke, both he and Swoop left Collision Records. Many Christian hip-hop fans felt it was the end to the We Live as King era. Side note, if you are unfamiliar with the WLAK album, I suggest familiarizing yourself with it. as far as what we were kind of creating musically, the lane we were creating. I think the time in Christian hip-hop history was the defining moment all around. You know, you had, for the first time in a while, a very diverse sound. Since Reach kind of took over and, and kind of made a stamp on what CHH actually was and basically dominated what artists should aspire to become in order to be respected in that space. And I think Collision had a good way of uh, giving some balance to that by doing something different. So all four of us were extremely different. I mean, even me and Swoop, though we have a musical background, you know, Swoop brought something musically that I don't think a lot of people had a point of reference to. 
And I think even me, what I brought to the table musically, uh, just being a, more of a singer, uh, we didn't have a lot of those in the CHA space. Um, and then, you know, even just the way it looked, four guys, one of them white, you know, we we're from all four different places on the, on the map. I, I would hope that even though it has been replicated, that people are inspired to try to do the same thing. But I really think we had something special at the time. Testimony. Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Yo, this is Kristen Gray. You're listening to Testimony, a musician's story. Uh. Am I becoming more Since leaving the CHH subgenre, many speculated that he would go mainstream and possibly abandon his Christian roots. But instead, he signed with Folio Soul Recordings, a joint venture between RCA Records and Kirk Franklin a legendary gospel artist who is currently being slammed by some of the Christian community for being on such platforms as The Breakfast Club and working with Kanye West. Working with Perk specifically was was attractive for me. I had a few major label offers. Actually, For Your Soul was the only Christian label that approached me. The other ones were all mainstream. And I think, you know, working with RCA, with Kirk, has been awesome. I've been able to get kind of the best of both worlds. I mean, RCA is a machine. They definitely, the team there is uh, very capable and very, you know, RCA has been around longer than my parents, you know, the recording company of America. And Kirk Franklin is the godfather of gospel who has transcended every boundary that Christian music has, has to offer. From featuring on a song with Kanye West, all the way back to cover a Maurice White, Earth, Wind & Fire song, all the way back to Stomp. You know, it's uh, he's, he's a 10-time Grammy Award winner that just keeps going. I just thought signing with Kirk gave me the validation that I would need to do what I want to do, which is to expand in Christian music, but ultimately to um, also be at the discussion table in the mainstream, but without having to have my character in question or what I represent compromised. Kirk Franklin's already done it. I just want to continue that work. So yeah, it was it was it was more than just signed to a label. It was who can I have on my team? You know, when Kirk Franklin reaches out to you, you kind of don't just you don't really blow that off. The church, Christian music, the Christian community is still deciding what they think about somebody like me, and kind of redeciding what they think about somebody like Kirk Franklin, all because he's continuing an authentic message that he has had since he started making music. And I guess my opinion on the matter is that it doesn't seem like it's conflict that can't be resolved. It just seems like it's more of an invitation to hear music like mine, because I think I honestly think that the music that I create and that God has given me to share, one, being in, in the around the right team has helped to, um, really give people an outlet to express the type of thing that Kirk is doing and then also you know almost a soundtrack to those who aren't able to hear it in their in their regular life 
I think I have music that represents what a lot of people want to hear, but they they don't know how to make or they can't find it anywhere. So I think that things that Kirk has gone through has just helped create that platform even more for me. I'm telling you the whole world waiting on me. Fifty shades, they don't know me well enough to cast me. Fifty shades. Sir, it's your boy Kirk Franklin. I will text you, alright? So dope to see you the other day. Your music is coming from a nice well, sir. Stay hungry, keep chasing. Alright? You're free here, brother. You're free here. You know, sometimes I can't believe it's you They used to think that we in different lanes We knew this could be dangerous And I can't do what people do Just for the sake of making it It's such a love and hate relationship Guys who they playing favorites in I don't wanna be like nobody else. In 2014, he and former label mate Swoop's King and Me song from We Live as Kings was featured on an American Idol commercial aired during the Super Bowl. This year, ESPN featured him as Artist of the Month for March. So, how do the two compare? Again, it's more validation and it's pretty major blessing because it's hard to get placements like those. I think God just orchestrated it. I think it's, it, it compares. It, it's, it's a little different because it's a different category. I mean, the Super Bowl commercial was, it was ran by Fox for American Idol. And, um, you know, it was their incentive to push, obviously, because it was on their network. So they continued, they continued to run it over and over and over again. I mean, that was really exciting, but it was, it was for one day. I mean, it's the biggest event, biggest sports event every year, but it was for one day, and it was exciting. And, and that was a We Live as King song, right? So it was me and Swoop, and it was kind of a shared success. With this one, with ESPN, I'm getting tweets as we speak about three songs from an album that at the time hadn't even come out yet being played on all of the all of the programming on ESPN. I mean, it, it floored me. So I just think it's been it's progressive. And hopefully it's uh, foreshadowing of what's to come. You know, maybe we'll look up and hear some of the music on the next Avengers movie or something. Swear I suppose there's nothing left for me in here to expose. Ain't an accolade alive that I ain't clear on my own. I've been crowned since forever. Been in here with the stones. June bug with the plug. Highway out the goal. It's nothing new. <laughs> Almost to the point where I be bashful. The double line charges are wondering what a mask do. Double high caught them and wonder if that'll catch you. The summer saw slaughter, so the flow is only natural. Like no shots to it. More so in sense. But I'm less about that and more so by the bends. I'm more so by the win and more so about the end. Being more than we can count. More over your 10. Talking Russell in the huddle for a W. Is there serenaded the parade, but not a note for attempts. You know I'm in here to be at the end of speech. Like the only protocol of what winning should be is right here. Connect with testimony and musician story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at testimonystories.com. Now it's time to break down the Glory album, starting with 
the title. Glory to me is four things. It's a place that I'm trying to get to. I can't remember the scripture in Romans, but it's in there. But it talks about going from faith to faith, from glory to glory. I'm I'm learning a lot of new things that you could hear in School of Roses. That was kind of the my admittance of a lot of things. And one, it was my learning process on display. I'm still learning. So I'm moving from glory to glory, and this is a soundtrack to that. The other thing is that glory is something that I fight inside of myself, so the idea of vainglory and, and fighting against it. Um, it's thirdly something that I think only belongs to God and something that only God can reveal in us. Suffering in this present time are not to be compared with the glory which will be revealed in us. Well, that glory is only revealed to us by God, and it's only for Him. And then lastly, it's something that I fight for, for my family and for my fans. I feel like anyone who listens to this music, there's something inside of them, and um, I represent them in this fight for glory. After you work, make sure that you play Cause too much of one leaves you all on your own Determine our worth, pleasure and pain Keep fighting the thorn, piercing flesh to the bone I wish it would go, I wish it would stay I wish that tomorrow was already told I live on this earth, not knowing my fate And trusting the Lord with my heart and my soul Counting my days, calling this maze Giving up grace for this ride till it's over Beat on the ground, reach for the stars Dodging the dust to seem to come my way Now I'm playing this game, hating the score I think I'm in love and I go back and forth I guess I'll wait to find out what glory looks like yeah. Swag is just so overrated Sliding in my lane and I'm kicking the door down The glory part one is uh, Chris in, in, in like a, an abyss of emotion And emotional and spiritual concern very colorful a very calm beginning to uh, a dramatic story and on there you just hear me kind of in mid-thought we start we start both halves off with melody with no lyrics because I'm just putting you in my brain and very very emotional progressions very relaxed tempo kind of builds momentum as you go and, and we're establishing a groove for the album but setting you up for what's next yeah it's, it's very straightforward I think people will grab a lot for their current day-to-day -day journey as well as some more context and insight to who this person is that you're listening to, what he represents, and how it relates with them. It's important to note that Kristen is not only a singer, songwriter, rapper, but a producer as well. The true definition of a musician. And this musician had his hands all over the majority of the production on this album. With that being said, Let's move on to the darkest song on the album. The fifth track, 50 Shades. Chris says, every good story has an introduction, exposition, and a climax. 50 Shades is the climax. 13 dimes, all at the same time, and it didn't make sense. Then I met Chris, Tina, her demeanor was indeed one of a kind of 13 dimes, turned to 13 ghosts, started to see clearer. It's the height of conflict. This is it. You know, I'm laying everything. I'm kind of bearing all about the root of my issues. And uh, everything you hear is very lyrical, very poetic, but very literal. There's nothing in there that you're hearing. You're like, oh, I wonder if he's saying, uh, 
you know, he's a madman reference. I, I wonder if he's saying that he struggles with, you know, different women. And I'm like, well, I use Don Draper from Madman as an example for a reason. <laughs> like, it's more or less if, if people are ready to stomach a song like that. And then furthermore, it leads into just a lot of my frustrations that I went through uh, with certain people that I feel like try to ruin my life, try to ruin my career, try to ruin my family in the transition phase. And I directed things towards them. And I mean, even saying the line to the people who have judged me, that uh, before we get that far, I would like for you to at least know how to pronounce my name since everybody thinks I'm Christian Gray from Fifty Shades. And then there's some cryptic stuff that's just kind of in there. But if you listen close enough and even watch the video, like you see that this is definitely like a snapshot into the soul of a person who's, who's really trying to find that next phase of glory. There are two sides to the Glory album. Chris says musically it needed a break. The first half is very much a continuation of School of Roses, which ended kind of unanswered. So the first half picks up from there and ends with his alter ego, Connor McDeeds, and his triumphant and beastly let's go, let's get it attitude. Then it breaks. This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. The album becomes more redemptive on side B. Furthermore, the second half is a response to songs on the first half. So, the first track on side B, number 51, is The Glory from side A, Revisited. Number 51 is kind of after we break down those layers, the 50 shades, if you will, who I am in the song 50 Shades. There's this one shade reserved for me and God and those who are closest to me, and I call it the 51st shade. So number 51 just reflects that. Um, I talk a lot in that song about, you know, little important memories that I have about not fitting in in school, battle rapping, and growing up listening to C.C. Wine and, and Stevie Wonder, even though I was battling people and, you know, and didn't know their references. I talk about my mother. I talk about you know, just School of Roses. I actually talk about School of Roses in that song and how that was one side of me. And and, and and I'm so grateful for the people who knew me when I felt like I didn't know myself while I was making that last album. That was very difficult to make. And it was just a special moment on the album where we do some things musically that I wanted to do with no explanation. You know, the beat changes like three times in the album. It's a really good, still good vibe. We did some kind of Balmy Marlowe suggested some some Whitney Houston S type cowbells on the second half and added some funky bass line. Stop me. Stop me. Stop me. And Lord, if I'm doing it wrong, please stop me. Feels like the cold war, but I ain't rushing no. Slowing things down, no concussion, bro. I already know I'm not untouchable Just trying to give them less Cosby, more hugs to both Samsung, the change is gonna come Watching on my cell, they beating the same drum Stop Me is like a very, uh, I call it the uh-oh track Because, you know, the title Stop Me can be viewed two ways And if you don't listen to the song and even after you hear it The first thing you can think is like, you know this dude is on one and he thinks he's unstoppable. And, and and I think there's a moment in my career where I have to decide that nothing can stop this work that God is doing through me, not even myself. So you hear that battle in the chorus, stop me, stop me, please, like, please, somebody stop me. Oh, somebody stop me. 
And Lord, <laughs> if I'm doing it wrong, then please stop me. So uh, I've gone through a lot this past couple years, and I haven't been able to talk much about it. But it has definitely uh, caused me to have to go through some some uh, some highs and lows. And stop me was my determination to continue. Very excited track, very anthemish, and thank God for the ESPN placement. Tell Urban Maya and the mayor. The new Ohio player got everybody going up in the sea bus with a new art city banger. OH, that's what they say when they ask where I'm from, then they say IO. Used to live up north on the Hudson, but east side is my home. Marlo knows I'm the artwork, that artwork to preserve since I was born looking lightly and first. Now I'm older and I think I'm a perfect mix. And mama, don't be nervous. I know you're wondering when I'm gonna worship. You know, I still got the heart of a servant. I'm just making these rappers nervous. I know. Perfect, no apostrophe, imperfect And it taught me how to be a wordsmith I hope he hit a home run on the first pitch I know, School of Rose Bay This a new Christian Grey And never stop learning Cats that I sound like Fifty Shades, I know This God-given talent was always a challenge of mine Open Doors, that song really put us at the discussion table for a lot of the labels I remember Molly Music being the first person One of the first people to tweet me about it and of course, I had never met him at the time, so it was it was really cool that, that somebody like him was listening. And um, that's one of the songs ESPN is using right now as well. I think it's super catchy. People love it. It's redemptive. So I just think the song is really exciting, and it's a great way to actually be the 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 stop me of the second half. much more vulnerability uh, about a subject that has that has been current and remains current but it's something worth fighting for and that is just the issue of relationships issue of marriage and just continuing the war through you know just some of those issues i hope people would not hear full of roses and think that that was something that i was just going to get over after the album was done uh, that was a very heavy album for me and, uh, as much as it's attached to uh, in my personal life, I'm still working that stuff out in these songs. Fort Knox is answered by Side B's My Love Is Real. Save the best ones for my wife, and um, I'm, I'm telling her, you know, it, it could have been like my love is real. If you don't know by now, then you ain't never gonna know type swag. But this was like my love is real. And if you don't know, then just let me show you. Let me keep showing you. I think the message had to be attached to some sort of some sort of groove. And uh, from what I hear, most people that's most people's favorite. So cold every day. 
Side A's Afraid With You is a solemn ballad where Kristen reached the pit of his emotions and is answered by the pit of his worship in Side B's Nowhere. Then you came out of nowhere Came out of nowhere I ran away Still you pursued Lord, you came out of nowhere And brought me to Because, you know, the last album we ended with Arena, and it, it was a very difficult worship song. You know, it was, it was trying to repent, if you will, and, and, and really cast all of our cares on Jesus. But nowhere, you, we're, we're there, like we're at the throne together. And all of us are, are understanding that no matter what phase we are in our life or Christianity, that we are in dire need of a Savior who came out of nowhere to save us when we weren't looking for them. We, we took a really cold play approach to the music. This song, you know, the album is very epic and big sounding, so we allowed it to build gradually. And then it just gets really, really crazy big at the very end, and hopefully everybody sheds all their tears. Everyone has a testimony, and we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com. A Musician's Story. Now back to Testimony, a Musician Story, featuring Kristen Gray's The Glory Album. Small town, 1993, two kids, different sides of the street, just laughing and playing games. They didn't know one day they'd share a name. They grew up, headed off to school, a couple years, came back to jump the broom. But things got tense when they couldn't get the pretty house with the white picket fence. But don't you know that where he came from, they don't have those things It took him long enough to save up just to buy that ring She hears him singing, no one knows the trouble that I've seen She grew up in a happy home, he had to make it on his own It's a blackmail Is it something that we do to ourselves? No, blackmail he says the song, Blackmail, is the most important song on the album. In light of where we are in history, the, the issue and topic of racial injustice needs to be met with something that's not hostile and something that incorporates both parties, the black and white, to the table. Uh, and obviously the discussion is a lot bigger than that, but for America, that's huge. So I talk about an interracial couple who are trying to learn how to love each other in the midst of a society that is burdened with racial injustice. 
and the song ends with them both singing to their son, who will always be seen as a black male. Double entendre on the word, black male, talking about the struggles of being a black male, and also talking about the uh, ever-continuing systemic stereotype that can be built within our community because of what we've had to go through. Let me talk about the one who taught me how to love I saw him on the water, he was bidding me to come With every step I hesitate And my faith went away yeah, Everything I need, I'm never letting go You're right next to me So take the lead, oh So Follow You is the, um, after Black Man, I think that we needed something like that to show that the resolution for all of this, you know, especially an issue like blackmail, is to just find ourselves further rooted in Jesus and to follow him. Because the issue that we deal with, obviously, is not just a race issue. It's a sin issue. It's a heart issue. I can't get to glory just because he came and saved me. I can get to glory because I follow him. He takes me there. You still hear me struggling in the song, but you hear hope and you hear resolution. And then you got this big, epic um, Lion King outro to just take the album home. Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music.